Welcome to Heard It on the Shark, North Mississippi's podcast for informed listeners with your show host, Melinda Marsalis. Heard It on the Shark is a weekly podcast that airs every Tuesday on the Shark 102.3 FM radio station based in Ripley, Mississippi. Melinda Marsalis interviews the movers and shakers in North Mississippi who are making things happen. By clicking subscribe, you'll hear from entrepreneurs, leaders of business, medicine, education, and the people behind the amazing things happening in North Mississippi. When people ask you, how did you know about that? You'll say, I heard it on the shark. Heard it on the shark is brought to you by Sunbear Studio. Sunbear Studio is a boutique recording studio in the heart of Ripley, Mississippi. When you record with us at Sunbear Studio, we can mix, master, register, and publish your music, your podcast, or your family story. Email us when you're ready at sunbear at jc.media. This program was recorded at Sunbear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Hey, shark fans, it's Melinda with another episode of Heard It on the Shark. And today in Sunbear Studio, I have with me Mr. Jason Martin, who is the director of the Hunger Coalition that is a community initiative of United Way. Jason, thanks so much for coming over from Tupelo today. Hey, thanks for having me. It's exciting to be here with you guys and talking about what we do at the Hunger Coalition. Now, tell me, did I say your title correctly? You did. Hunger Coalition. I'm the director of it, and I've been doing that for five years now. Are you originally from Mississippi? No, I'm a native Tennessee and moved down south when I met my wife, and we moved down uh, to Tupelo in 2008. There are so many foreigners that come to Mississippi for a Mississippi girl. That's right, but I did get my education at Mississippi State, so you got to go there. Go dogs. Okay, we'll count that. All right, so you've been the director of the Hunger Coalition for five years, and I want you to explain to me what that means. So the Hunger Coalition is a, a it's formulated back early in, in 2016 and 17, and we started recognizing the community started hearing, hey, we've got some problems. We don't have enough food resources. We don't have enough providers. And so the Create Foundation and United Way of Northeast Mississippi came together and had some community listening sessions, really trying to hone in on what the problems were and kind of how to address those. And so out of that, you know, spawned the Hunger Coalition in Northeast Mississippi. And at that time, it was the Tupelo Lee County Hunger Coalition. And then a couple of years ago, then we took in Northeast Mississippi and matched the same uh, service area that United Way of Northeast Mississippi has. So, so kind of roundabout there. But what I want to also say is, is that we, we really work in three areas doing three different things. We work with food pantries, we work with hot meal services, and we work with weekend backpack providers. And our work involves connecting, educating, and advocating. So we try to connect community leaders and also the folks who are in a community who have needs with one another, but we also try to connect providers with the resources, the volunteers, and the necessary means to do their work better and more efficiently. Next, we try to do a lot of education. So people that don't know about what food insecurity is or have never even heard that phrase want to know, what is food insecurity? What does that mean? And, uh, you know, they hear the words in the language of hunger, but they don't necessarily have heard, have not necessarily heard it in the form, hey, hunger or food insecurity, what how they're interchangeable or not. 
that. And then lastly, we work uh, doing some advocacy work because you can't improve the quality of life for folks who are food insecure unless you're advocating on their behalf and advocating on the behalf of the providers so that they can have the necessary resources that they need to do their job better. So, for instance, we have the Good Samaritan Center here in Tippa County. We have one in the north part of the county and one in the south part of the county. And do you work directly with that pantry and others? We work with the group. We've worked with both of those groups, providing them when we have a chance to give additional food resources or if there's if they have an issue going on that they need some guidance on, they've reached out to us before. And, you know, that's just part of what we do. Even though Tippa County is technically out of our service area, we consider it just part of the north. Northeast Mississippi family, and we just jump right in and do that work. And so, yes, those couple of pantries are, you know, who we consider partners of ours. And so whether it's they need additional food or they've got a problem with some certain aspect or whatever it might be, you know, we're that's part of what we do. Does every county in Northeast Mississippi have at least one food pantry? They do. We have at least one food pantry in every Northeast Mississippi county, but in most cases, there's multiple food pantries. And so that's where part of our work about connecting and filling the gaps where we work is if there is a gap in the service area, which we have several gaps in our service areas, then we try to provide a provider or help establish a provider to meet that need in that community. So that's some of the work that we do. Yeah. Let's talk about hot meals. I don't, I know Tippa County, no, well, I shouldn't say that. I don't think Tippa County has that service. So you'll have to explain that to yeah, me. From- and, and hot meals is one of the places probably where that's the biggest gap in services. And it's just simply about, you know, for example, a Meals on Wheels type program that's in some places there's a Meals on Wheels, in some places there's not one. And in the places where even where we have that, most of the time there is a waiting waiting list there where there's, there. in other words, they, they may have 200 people on the list, but they're only able to serve 125 or 150 or whatever the case might be. We don't have near as many of those as we would like. And it's a, that's a slower game for us, unfortunately, because that's just a much harder area to work in and to find a provider that's able and willing and has the financial resources to meet that need. That's right, because you can give somebody a can of corn and it's not time sensitive, but a hot meal that has to all click together and happen at one it time. It does. It take, and it takes a team of volunteers to make that happen along with some staff and a, a facility and, and all the things that go along with it. So, you know, that's the reason why we're really trying to spend our energy in places where we can make a bigger difference. And not that those areas are not important, they're just harder to do. Tell me about the backpack service. So the weekend backpack program is one of the places where we've had the biggest amount of success in our time period. And what that looks like is for those children who are going to school who we know there's probably 75% of those in Northeast Mississippi that are part of the free and reduced meal program. Those children don't have enough to eat on the weekend. You know, if they did, their families would be able to take care of them. But on Monday morning, when those kids come to school and they're ravenously hungry, that means they went without throughout the weekend or at least part of the weekend. And so, you know, several years ago, there was a little girl named Katie and her teacher noticed on Monday morning when she came in that she was really, really hungry and asked for seconds at breakfast. And this kept going for months and months. And so she finally inquired about it and found out that Katie had to take turns with her siblings on the weekend eating. So she might get to eat on Saturday, but she might have to skip Sunday. And to to imagine that your child has to 
take turns with their siblings having enough to eat. There's no reason for that. There's no reason that should happen in our community in Northeast Mississippi or much less in the United States. So we want to make a difference in that area, and we have. And what we're doing there is when we find a gap in services, we work with the school system and try to place a partner agency in relationship with that school system. And maybe we just start with one school in that school system. And so we're focused in, uh, hyper-focused on pre-K through eighth grade. And really the target is if we can narrow it or if we need to narrow it, we would narrow it down to the sixth grade. And so those kids are getting a weekend bag of food that has two breakfast items, two lunch items, and two snack items in it at a minimum. We want those kids to have at least that supplement of what they would have at school to have that over the weekend. And it's making a difference. Now those kids are coming to school on Monday morning. They're not just ravenously hungry. You know, they're just normal hungry, you know, and so they're ready for a breakfast, but then they're ready to go to class and to learn. And that's part of the solution to the overall problem is education. Okay, let's give out some information because I know that there's a lot of people listening today who are interested in either getting help, maybe getting help for the first time. Groceries are out the roof, and I know there's a lot more food insecurity than there was five years ago when you started this because of the things that have happened, because of the pandemic, because of the inflation. There's a lot of things that have caused people to probably need help for the first time. And man, that's the hardest, isn't it? Mm-hmm. To go get help for the first time. It is because, you know, our own personal pride sometimes separates us from the resources that we need. But when someone makes the commitment or decision to go and, and seek out help, we want to make those resources easy as we can for them to find. And so because of that, we have a couple of different places where they can find resources. But for food-specific resources, we're going to direct people to go to the Hunger Coalition's website. And it's hungercoalitionnems.org. And then on that page at the top, there's a place that says find assistance or find food pantry. You can click on there and then you can sort it by a couple of different ways. And it will tell you all of the food pantries that are in that area. And so you can find it by county or, or by zip code and then look that up. And there are several options there as well. We also would tell you that there is a resource guide for United Way on their website. And that resource guide not only has food pantries, but it has a whole gamut of resources that are available all over Northeast Mississippi. And they are outside, not just uh, United Way partner agencies, but anybody that's doing that kind of work that's listed on that resource guide on United Way's website. I want to take a moment to say right now that if you need any of that information, you don't have internet at home or you have any kind of trouble with that, you can go to your local library, sit down at one of their computers and go just go to shark1023.com and look at our podcast page and you'll see Heard It on the Shark and you'll look for the interview with Jason Martin. His name will be on there and all of the information that he saying right now will be in the show notes so you can go back and find that information so don't worry about writing it down it'll all be there just find somewhere free that you can get online and look at shark1023.com find our podcast page and that information will be there now on the flip side of the coin I know that there's probably a lot of people listening who would like to start volunteering to help people in need. So tell what they should do. So if people are looking for the opportunity to volunteer, it's super easy. We're going to drive them to volunteer 
N-E-M-S. That's Volunteer Northeast Mississippi's website, and it's volunteernems.org. And that area, that website covers about 12 or 13 counties in Northeast Mississippi with volunteer opportunities for all kinds of nonprofits. And that's the best place to go and find how to get connected with, you know, organizations that are doing similar work. And so we're just, you know, really proud of that. Okay, Shark fans, you guys reach out and either get help or give help, whichever boat you're in right now. And you can always find that information at shark1023.com on the podcast tab. Jason, that is all the time we have. Will you come back and tell me some more information about what you do sometime soon? Absolutely. I'd love to. And we just thanks so much, Melinda, for having us out here and being on the radio with you guys and on this podcast. We're super pumped about that and just grateful for you. Okay, Shark fans, this has been Jason Martin, who is the director of the Hunger Coalition of Northeast Mississippi. All of the information that he's given is in the show notes. And that's it for this edition of Heard It on the Shark. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. to find out what's going on from local community leaders. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for an interview, or if you'd like access to this interview, go over to our website, shark1023.com, and click on the podcast tab. Keep it tuned to the Shark 1023 and have a great rest of the day. Thanks for tuning in to our daily programming. All of our programs are released as podcasts on the major podcast platforms where the information can be downloaded and shared for months. If your business or organization would like to take this unique opportunity to sponsor a show that not only is broadcast as a radio program, but also a podcast, give the Shark 1023 headquarters a call at 662-837-1023. Imagine your commercial in this space every week. Give us a call. This show is made possible by JC Media LLC in Ripley, Mississippi. JC Media owns the Shark 102.3 Classic Rock FM radio station where the show is hosted and Sunbear Recording Studio where the interviews are recorded. We need your feedback and support. If you listen to the podcast on a player like iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. We also have an email in which you can share your feedback. That email is theshark1023 at gmail.com. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite app or stream episodes online at shark1023.com front slash podcast. Today's episode was produced by Melinda Marsalis. It was edited by Rick Williams and engineered by Chris Marsalis. The podcast technician is Joyce Grady. 